Simon Worlds. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. So, Jeff. Yes? How much do you know about economics? Well, I've listened to a lot of Freakonomics, and I've taken some classes. If you have twice as many buyers as you have sellers, mm-hmm. is that a problem? Uh, no, you just raise the price. You would think so, except that if you're Thanos, you just kill half the buyers, and uh, then well, you're fine. Tomato, tomato. That's what we're talking about today, guys. Marvel superheroes. Economics. (laughs) We will explain economics as if it were a science. Maybe one day there will be an actual Nobel Prize. Maybe one day. Instead of whatever it is now. Prize in honor honor of of Nobel. Nobel. Yeah, that's right. First hero, right off the bat, we're going not really old school, but... Superman. I, I am restricting these to Marvel superheroes right because i figure they're in different universes therefore different science applies to the different marvel dc split sure isn't there like a homeless guy who guards a box that is the gate between the two worlds it's possible i want to say that's a thing probably i i'm actually surprised they would have had crossovers but who knows the 60s were a crazy time no Mm -hmm. one knows what happened during that time anyway we're gonna start off with wolverine you know the canadian right (laughs) so so wolverine's really got two main superpowers he Mm -hmm. has the ability to regenerate right and he has the ability to grow bone claws he extends bone claws he always has bone claws in him they they were in him the whole time say wasn't all of his bones replaced with metal so that's not i would say that's not a super power right that's like saying that's just someone torturing. <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's i i will also say a limit on this as well is i am not including superheroes that can think their way through their superpowers like iron man he is a superhero but he doesn't have superpowers he's just oh a we're really going with people guy. with powers not people with money yes okay. <laughs> Got it. Or, or intelligence so like the things bruce banner does that doesn't count because that's just okay. that's just their science is what i would say his healing factor which is what his regeneration is called is strong mm-hmm. enough that he can have all of his bones infused with metal and he right. still is a lot now i don't know if they ever answer if he regenerates that metal but i would assume he would would he i don't know i think he does i think his... i know yeah the healing factor definitely does his meat parts i thought the yeah. thing was the metal is the strongest metal that yeah. can't be broken or something it is it's um adamantium okay which is a derivative of vibranium right. which is which is of course obviously yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is found from a meteor in whatever country that is, that Black Panther is from. Anyway. Yep, that's the one. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> so, healing factor. Do we, mm-hmm. we're, we're thinking like a like a salamander? Salamander is Yeah, that's like kind of what I was thinking. Something to that effect. Do you know how starfish or salamanders regenerate? Actually, I don't know offhand how they regenerate. I also don't. Well, that's going to make this a difficult episode. It's got to be stem cells. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the way normal things regenerate. Mm-hmm. So maybe Wolverine has like an excessive amount of stem cells. And then he he has 
a the problem with losing an arm i guess you wouldn't heal back the whole arm because you don't have the stem cells for that oh you don't have like arm oh this is for people in general yeah yeah that's what i mean for wolverine in particular how do humans not heal back limbs after they're cut off is this just too energy expensive yeah i'm not sure i mean like there is some small like amount of healing that will work i think it has to do i guess there just wouldn't be the material genetic information like for that Hmm. what if Mm -hmm. what if wolverine inside of him has the like a like a liver sized ball of stem cells that he can turn then itself reproduces back to liver sized he has to regenerate it so i'm assuming he can't just heal forever but mm-hmm. bullets do yeah a how lot fast of... is the healing i for, think it's for wolverine it's noticeable but it's pretty quick okay so that's what i'm saying it's got to be that he has really early stem cells mm-hmm. inside of him that he can just not move right. yeah, that, that he can he can transport effectively but he would or also... just like is in his blood or something yeah but he would also need the ability to know what he looked like before that limb got cut off. So mm. so does he have a master cell, like a like a cell that just contains how his body is supposed to be built? Like a um, way of just like drawing the copy out and then producing it. Yeah, I'm not I'm trying to because I'm trying to recall how exactly uh any sort of healing of tissue really works yeah they just they just regenerate new cells that's all they do but it but it takes months to years they being starfish yeah yes yeah and that kind of touches back on similar issue with the skelligro from harry potter which is is just going to be a very energetically expensive process uh process right not yeah that's true and not to mention that if for a human if it takes that long i feel like you're opening up your body to a lot of like infection and just not great stuff <laughs> um yeah no probably it would have been good to leave it at infection <laughs> an attempt was made um yeah i mean i couldn't remember he's gonna lose blood too i guess right well and that's what i'm thinking is that whatever is causing the healing factor would be conveyed through the blood Uh, what if what if wolverine doesn't Mm -hmm. have what if he's not human what if he is a creature Well, i mean he's a mutant so yeah whoa way to be hey man yeah i mean i guess you're technically correct that's kind of a mean thing racist yeah Yeah. Uh (laughs) uh-huh okay i I believe in that universe it kind of is racist i believe it is too Uh, what i'm thinking is like what are those D &D monsters that are just like giant piles of stuff goose they called goose maybe i don't know i'm thinking of yeah sure so what if he is actually just like a, a giant ball of of like a gelatinous material that that has composed itself into the shape of a human well the issue then being would be the intelligence of it or maybe he just i i see no reason why oozes can't be as that like that sort of amorphous blob that just recreates itself yeah that's what i'm thinking like it just is you know a protein that is coded for 
in his DNA. Just creating a blob? Well, like, uh, undifferentiated cells still. Like Okay, yeah, yeah. So we're just going, like, it's just got to be that he has a huge repository of stem cells. Not even necessarily, like, a huge repository, but maybe, like, there are cells that just constantly pump them out. Like, instead of oh, yeah, normal okay. cell division, it, like, there are cells that, you know, there's a 50-50 shot that it will reproduce itself, or it will reproduce as a stem cell and, hmm. like, lice out from itself. Hmm. And that's also true. And you could also probably save some of the genetic material with the whole symmetry of humans, mm-hmm. which is already... Like, a, a genetic saving material or, or idea right so if he has one arm left it just copies that arm onto the other side mm-hmm. and yeah. and he probably just doesn't get scars or anything because he's always just copying the more perfect version right yeah yeah sure cool yeah i feel like that works i feel like that works too i'm seeing this as being a, a tough episode uh <laughs> <laughs> uh how about how about the hulk so the hulk Hulk. He is a man that turns into a big green monster with uh, very conveniently ripped pants. Yes? Yes. Okay. It's, that's precisely what it is. Um, so the we do have some evidence because this is Bruce Banner, who's a scientist, of like what's going on inside of him. Mm-hmm. And it's that his his cells have stored energy. Okay. Called that's that's like gamma radiation that they emit, and that's what it causes them to grow and become stronger, and what makes okay. them kind of impenetrable. Sure. Question. Um, the yeah, the big issue I have is like you know the phenotypic change just hmm. happening immediately. Hmm. But I don't think it actually is. So so skin color is the only real skin color and size are the only changes. He mm-hmm. still looks like the original person yeah okay so so i i would think that his size and his and the green skull of his skin are byproducts Mm -hmm. of whatever is going on inside of him okay yeah that's for the size does he like physically get larger or his muscles just i believe like his cells grow larger okay the way i've always thought about this because this is mm-hmm. one of the only superheroes I ever read. Okay. I'm, draw- I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. Albert Einstein. Bruce Banner. Okay. No. Nope. I was close. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's e equals m two squared. So so energy mm-hmm. and mass are really the same things. Mass is just this tightly bound energy. Okay. What if Bruce Banner is just highly highly radioactive? Just all of the time. Yeah, just all of the time, <laughs> which I do think is true. Okay. And what happens is when that energy gets released, instead of it becoming heat and light, it just becomes mass. And okay, it just kind of... so it's recaptured and converted to mass. Yeah. So he's... Some internal uh, like processes. Yeah, that's, that's tough. I guess you can't really just turn energy into mass, can you? Like that's not like something that just happens. Yeah, generally not. No, but you know, superheroes. So maybe. But but I mean, I'm trying to think if there's something that's that's massless but can become something that has mass. And I don't want to go um, to like wormholes or anything like that where like his mass yeah. is bleeding in to his around his body. Uh, it's so yeah. Tough. I can't really think of any other just spontaneous conversion. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. I mean, there is so so 
That's not true. Mm-hmm. Photoelectrics turn okay. photons into electrons, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, yeah. It's like a layman's way of, of doing it. So what if mm-hmm. you had a, a radiation and a material that it that turned gamma radiation, whatever it was, maybe it's not even like what we actually know as gamma radiation, into physical mass. So he actually is full of pressure but he has no mass until he changes and then he is full of mass i feel like kind of like a photon i'm not that into that explanation because like he was a person like initially and then or i mean i be could be completely wrong i thought that he was just he's a a person who was then at some point became the hulk uh yes whatever science Well, well, through a bombardment of gamma radiation. So his genetic material is probably all gunked up. Right. So he could be human and we don't know. Oh, we can. Re- we're not going to go into reproduction, but he is human. <laughs> <laughs> but but he could be a genetically altered human. So, yeah, that tracks. It, it could just be that the same energy that gives him this power mm-hmm. is also the same energy that that makes him go large so like well it's also um what when he's like mad or something he will turn into the hulk correct yeah so 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 it could be something reacting to stress hormone yeah well it's i'm thinking like like uh, triggers now some process to just use all of the available energy for like growth or something yeah and then he just starts smashing things because it's probably terribly painful. Oh, that plus, I mean, you probably, if you have that kind of growth all over your body, you have that kind of growth in your brain as well. Mm-hmm. So your physical biochemistry at that point changes. Mm-hmm. And, and probably the green is whatever weird protein he makes or whatever pigment he makes that also that gets activated by the mm-hmm. like this is what happens when it gets that radiation dose and becomes larger right yeah and it just kind I of get behind that it just kind of copies whatever proteins and materials around him so like his muscle becomes muscle becomes like mm-hmm. it's near muscle it becomes a muscle okay right. that's a weird yeah. explanation boy these are difficult Kinda. to explain yeah how does he um stop being the hulk um either time or he kind of calms down it, it's like they never okay. really nail it hmm. down what makes him go either direction yeah because i was thinking like if it was just like an exhaustion thing then that can kind of lend credence to that explanation that it, he just like is energetically spent and cannot continue being the hulk that's the that's the most common i think Mm. It's like reason why he stops is he just gets tired because he's been rampaging for days. <laughs> okay, I'm, let's go for an easier one. I think. Sure. Let's just go. Let's just go. Spider Man. Spider Man. All right. Yeah, there are several potential explanations. No, um, like there are some Spider Man with uh, web slinging oh. capsules, and there are some with like that produce web and shoot it out of their hand well wrists that's true i guess we yeah we never really nailed down what yeah maybe we should pick a flavor of spider-man before we do spider-man i always liked the peter parkers that had it built in but i do really like billy elliot so i'm i'm not opposed to the 
to the wrist shooters. Okay, yeah, I think like the wrist shooters fall into people with too much money and intelligence. Yeah. Okay. So let's focus on the biologic based uh just makes gross web in them. <laughs> he's just he's really just gross. It's <laughs> um okay. So so gross web I mean we already kinda have a material for this which is which is spider silk. Right. Um the problem with spider silk is that the way it works is really similar to Kevlar where mm-hmm. you have like long strain um carbon molecules that will wrap around each other mm-hmm. and hold on. And so when you're trying to break the material, you're trying to break a chemical bond, which is really strong. Right. Um, the The problem is, is that he's, he's creating something big enough that you can grasp onto. So mm-hmm. does this mean that he is producing like millions or maybe like tens of millions of these tiny little webs? Or is he braiding them inside of him by his body? Um, I, I would think, I would think that he is probably, I don't know. That's, that's tough. Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily, like, braided within his body. Maybe it, um... Braids as it come out? Like, yeah, yeah, kinda. Hmm. Like, he just has little, like, incredibly efficient spinnerets on his wrists. Hmm. that like they just kind of do their thing and, and make a strong like a uh, strong spider silk yeah and one that's that's thick enough for him to grasp onto mm-hmm. that makes sense is spider silk normally sticky um i think like it can be i don't know if there's something else applied it. to it but i mean spiders will produce sticky and not sticky silk See, this is why I have you, Jeff. I know literally nothing about bugs <laughs> or insects or arachnids. Yeah, well, neither of those. There you go. I was going to say, <laughs> neither of those are spiders. Arthropods. Well, so they're all gross to me. That's why I don't know anything about them. Right. But they're so cool. So another thing about him is Spider-Man can climb up walls. Actually, what? No, continue. I was going to say, we kind of do also have an uh, explanation for this, which is... The um the tiny hairs that grow on geckos. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say something similar. Yeah, it's just like a surface area thing. Like mm-hmm. if you can get small enough strands to form across, then climb up walls. Yeah. Like no, gecko. that that seems fair. Is that how spiders like do a, it? I'm not sure how spiders do it. I mean, there are a lot of small insects that have like similar mechanisms though hmm i don't know how spiders do it that's interesting because they got tiny little hands uh, what do you call... probably argue they're not hands yeah, yeah. what do you what do you <laughs> call the end of a spider's leg it's foot uh i'm gonna go with hands yeah like hands. <laughs> <laughs> well now i have this image of like spiders walking but instead with of eight like... hands oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a horror i'm okay with that image <laughs> Especially climbing like... over you one day. <laughs> oh, I hate spiders so, so much. many fingers. They're the worst. I don't know. <laughs> that would be 40 fingers. And you could like feel them like rub up against you as they crawl across mm-hmm. your skin. That yeah. would be the worst. I hate this so well, much. Well, that's what happens. <laughs> I, I hate spiders. They're gross. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Um, how about Nightcrawler? 
so we know this Nightcrawler about Nightcrawler is he's blue which one he's the blue fellow that jumps into like a fiery hell dimension to teleport places no yes and his name is kurt Wagner. sure <laughs> I, I just like the name kurt Wagner. i mean like <laughs> <laughs> okay yes so so yeah the main sticking point is teleportation well is it necessarily teleportation or like ripping a hole in reality to go to another reality and then back i'm gonna say it's it, it, it's ripping a hole in reality and then going mm-hmm. to yeah it's like um planar shift from mm-hmm. D <laughs> because that's how i understand all fictional worlds is th- through dungeons and dragons <laughs> yeah so the problem being is that i actually learned this today uh Mm -hmm. to create a wormhole right you have to have negative energy okay which is seems easy oh it's so easy (laughs) um well you just have so much energy that it loops back into the negatives there you go yes you call it (laughs) you get (laughs) oh it's not a stack overflow is that what that is uh you have maybe much, i don't much, know uh too many numbers in your thing anyway that was a that was a funny joke uh because everybody goes, <laughs> trust us it was real funny. <laughs> it's why gandhi does the thing he does gandhi what gandhi does what thing oh in the civilization video games the reason why he goes crazy and nukes everybody is because he was originally set to be the most peaceful and then there's eventually uh, technology that you can research that makes everyone more peaceful, which loops oh. him back around to being the most <laughs> aggressive. Oh, that's the best. Oh, yeah, it's a fun bug. So good. Every game should have a bug like that. You're so peaceful. <laughs> he's like he's like Colossus. He's like the only way to achieve abs. Oh my God, Gandhi is the best villain. The only way to achieve absolute peace. No one peace. expects it. Well, well, the only way to achieve absolute peace is to just kill everyone and to have no yep. one. Oh, good job. Whoever they did accidentally game. did the thing good by yeah. doing it bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I love I love things sometimes. Okay, so um, I'm going to say Nightcrawler can't generate negative energy. That, that seems fair. Yeah, that would be... Uh, really difficult to explain, I think. So wormholes are kind of out of the picture. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we have our old, you know, run-of-the-mill Star Trek explanations for teleportation, which is destruct is a whatever you call it, machine destruction creation the suicide machine. There you go. It's the suicide machine. As you can see, how much I listened to Jeff because he's mentioned it in two different episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Yeah, I don't think it fits for this one. Yeah, what if... Well, and that's the thing. Like, I recall the mechanism being he, like, went to a different dimension and then come, like, comes back. So, so the question is, how does he build up enough energy to to move a dimension? Or... Right. Or does he always have a hole to a different dimension available? Okay, yeah, I can get behind that. So so maybe he his superpower isn't the teleportation itself, but that it's actually mm-hmm. 
the ability to see places where it's easy to go to a different world. Mm -hmm. And then we're going back to kind of a string theory idea where you can have a, a, a membrane that theoretically you could go through right into a different universe yeah that tracks and and like you said his power is not that he does that but that he's like able to do that yes that he knows where it is and then he probably mm-hmm. also has like a, a some sort of energy spacey thing which is is tough that allows him to like because he would probably have to shrink down to a pretty small level like quantum yeah, size for that right? to be like like that's how i'm perceiving that working mm-hmm. so maybe maybe he maybe that's like like the smoke that happens around him mm-hmm. maybe what's happening is that he can disperse his body like his body yeah that's what apart. i was thinking mm-hmm. other dimension continues going re-atomizes in new dimension mm-hmm. and and it probably has like a um I'm sure there's like a quantum mechanic explanation to it for why a group of uh, a group of atoms and mm-hmm. subatomic particles have to arrange themselves in a very specific way. Like right. so maybe or that could just be kind of like his I don't know, like energy neutral or some that, that's like something what, to that effect. That's what I'm saying. Like like he is the lowest energy form that any right. of those materials can make. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a weird explanation, but I like it. And yeah, uh, we'll we'll study some uh, quantum <laughs> physics and uh, get back to it. it gave me a headache the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I really enjoy that because it's like a new explanation for teleportation, mm, which mm-hmm. is like I think a cool idea. Um, yeah, let's do Captain America. That's another easy one, um, and we need to win. Okay. After yeah, Captain Wolverine. America being a flimsy, weak human who yep. got pumped with drugs and turned into uh, all muscles and a paragon of uh, the ideal American values. Um, or no, he yeah. was that already, which is why he got pumped with muscle drugs. Yes. Right. He was already the greatest American to ever live, and now he's also the most handsome. Right. He's like if John Hamm was John Hamm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think that would just be the drugs that he was injected with are um just like really advanced human growth hormone. Okay. I'm gonna come up with kind of an obscure problem with that. Sure. So people who have endocrine disorders that causes them to overproduce human growth hormone Mm -hmm. um they don't tend to be well first of all they don't tend to be like stocky they tend to be kind of skinny and long Mm -hmm. but the real problem seeing is that there are certain parts of the human body that grow at different rates Mm -hmm. so like the human skull really doesn't grow however the human jaw does so are we saying that that Captain America has just TMJ all the time? Like, you could just dislocate his jaw with, like, a slap? Well, I mean, like... Am I Captain America? <laughs> uh, we can test it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not. That sounds like a good idea. Let's not. Um, yeah, and then there's also the whole thing where he can't get drunk because he has double the metabolism... However, he doesn't age okay. twice as fast. 
He does not age twice as fast? No. Okay. I mean, I don't think he does. He lives for quite a while. And on sure, top of that, for it. he would be, like, rife for cancers and... Oh, yeah. Like, lots. So, so how do we get... What if? What if? Mm-hmm. Big what if. What if they lied to him? What if it's not... Okay, well, what do they tell them to begin with? So, they said that he is, like... He's like what you said, that he's like the paragon of, of human of what humans could possibly be. They pumped him mm-hmm. full of Vita rays and had him eat his leafy greens and right. and now he is what every American child should be at age mm-hmm. six. Okay. I think they lied to him and I think he is actually like a like a T one thousand. Sorry, T one hundred. Which is Which is the Terminator. Yes. I think that he is an inorganic skeleton with organic material stretched over it. Question. Have we ever seen anyone perform surgery on Captain America? Probably. Uh, Well, I don't read comic books or watch superhero movies, so I have no idea. Well, neither do I. So I'm going to (laughs) assume, I'm going to assume that he's never been cut in half. And if he was, people inside would would probably be very dead. Yeah. Well, but would he? Because he's a machine. He only needs his brain to live. He doesn't need the whole circulatory system. Right. That's just coding. I think I think that Captain America is the beginning to the end of the human race. And I, I have not seen the new Marvel movie. My guess is that it <laughs> ends with him going back in time to kill John Connor. Uh, I'm going to not go that far. <laughs> because... I'm sure people will let us know that we are wrong, and neither of us has watched this film. Uh, but can they prove to me that I am wrong? No, because I'll probably never see it, because I don't really care. <laughs> right. Uh, um, I might see it eventually, but... I, yeah, As much as I would love to... Have that uh, Fuel best. your fleet of fancy here, and this idea. I'm really leaning more towards the biological end like but then how do you he's cancer? given a cocktail of hormones and steroids and he just makes muscles and maybe he just happens to have strong chromosomes what? I don't know. Um, that's why he's not cancer ridden um, like he's got a lot of telomeres or something well that's what i was gonna say like like what if he has um What's that gene that they found in Pacific Islanders? It's like the Pax gene or something like that. I don't know. There's a gene that helps maintain your cells. Mm-hmm. That Pacific Islanders have like a really high producing version of this. Okay. So maybe Captain America also had like a like a retrovirus injected into him. Yeah. Or a bacteriophage injected into him that mm-hmm. that changes his. It's, I'm talking about CRISPR. Um, I just didn't want to mention Again. it because <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of a useful thing for science fiction. Um, mm-hmm. Where where his cells are are more easily regenerated, and what if what if he also has so instead of being like just like the cool dude where he's big and he's like constantly producing cells like normal human beings, but he also has some cells that are in stasis. So he always has the ability to regenerate back to a point, mm-hmm. much like that immortal Arthur, not whatever it is, invertebrate jellyfish thing that can revert jellyfish. to a previous state. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, I guess. 
And that explains how he doesn't age, how he doesn't get cancer. Because as soon as they find cancer, which they are highly efficient at, we're assuming, mm -hmm. it just can respawn a fresh, brand new cell. Well, and I don't think it even necessarily has to be that. It, like, he could just be not prone to it. But it's difficult to not become prone to it when you have a rapid growth. I mean, literally the thing that causes cancer is rapid growth. I mean, like, does he have rapid growth, though? Or was he just, like, given the muscles and he now maintains them? So, so are you saying that, that he just has implants? That... <laughs> Well, it's Can't not implants. It's like implants. it's like a a drug cocktail that made his body do it, and it's, it's just like is on the same frame. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if you have a drug cocktail that makes your body do that, there's mm -hmm. no way you're not getting cancers from that. Like, like that is a recipe for cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's uh, not unlikely, but maybe he's just also real lucky. Maybe that's his real superpower. He's just lucky. <laughs> that's what it is. Real lucky. <laughs> I don't know. I think I like my idea better. So we can just agree to disagree. Yeah, we'll uh, have to come up with a pros and cons list for each. Uh, maybe we'll have a debate episode. Of, of, of our contradicting ideas? Yes. Uh, for how uh, Captain America does. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's do one more. Okay, sure. I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want to do Silver Surfer, Thor, or Daredevil? I'm going to say Daredevil is going to be pretty I easy. I know nothing about Silver Surfer. Sweet. Uh, I don't know the background to the superhero Thor. It's the same um, as the god Thor. Okay. I mean, no, like, it lit, like okay. they're, they're the same person. Oh, is that the idea? Yeah, he's literally... I mean, well, okay. There's a little bit of a change. He's an Asgardian, and Asgardians are a race of aliens. Okay. That's the only difference. Well, I might have more insight in that, then. Let's do that, then. I think that'd be interesting, okay. too. So here we go. Thor. Right. Asgardian, who have muscle fibers that are twice as strong, I believe, as humans, and bone densities that are twice as hard. Which is always a stupid thing when people say that, like, this is how you make stronger bones. They got higher bone density. Yeah. <laughs> They're just more dense. Yeah. The problem is, is that having denser bones also means you produce less red blood cells, mm -hmm. which is not something you want. <laughs> which I guess is also a problem with Wolverine. We'll skip that and we'll just say that they're, like, bigger. You know okay. what I mean? Like, they're, like, just thicker. Because Asgardians right. are yeah. bigger people. God. <laughs> and... <laughs> So Thor has two different kind of powers. One, kind of mundane. Mm -hmm. uh, he can control lightning. Right, that's normal. The other, a little bit less mundane, he pretty much betrays Newton's laws of, of motion. The whole okay. every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Where mm -hmm. he can throw a hammer so hard that if he hangs onto it, he flies. <laughs> <laughs> I um, really like that explanation because it's... Just ridiculous. Yeah, no, I mean, I like it. Um, I think it's a perfect explanation. And it's just I flawless. Think we really need to unpack it that much, really. I mean, you just throw a thing real hard. Yeah, everybody knows that that is how... <laughs> that's how planes fly now. They don't. They just shoot in front of them, and they just hold on real hard. <laughs> okay, so... Obviously... Which one do you want to start with? Do you want to start with lightning 
or do you want to start with flight? Um, let's start with lightning since you mentioned that one first. It's also easier. Um, all right, well that's convenient. He builds up a really mean static charge. <laughs> oh, actually. Okay. Uh, so lightning is caused by separation of charges in a cloud, right? Yes. I think it is. I man, I really should have researched before I do this. <laughs> Cause like, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so what if what if Thor has the power of creating that same kind of charge difference, and then he releases it, and that's the mm-hmm. lightning that's coming down to hit hit him, and like the lightning out of his hands is that he just has the ability okay. to create. Yeah, those... is it like lightning coming to meet him, or is it lightning projecting from him? I think it's lightning coming to him, or places he designates. Okay, so. I don't know how he would do that, because uh, a magnet it sounds too easy. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe, maybe. So you know how? <laughs> Go on. What are those? What are those giant balls called that like you touch them and they shock you? It's giant balls. Not um, Tesla coils. They're the other one. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt balls. Uh, Vanderbilt spheres. Something. Vanderbilt. You know exactly what I was talking about. Are they Vanderbilt spheres? Nope. Uh, it was static balls. Those are not what I'm looking for. Anyway. Oh, man. I really wish I could remember what they were called. Like, Vandegraaff generator. Vandegraaff generator. Vanderbilt balls. <laughs> oh, my God. My brain. <laughs> I'm sitting in man, a sauna of my own really good. Anyway. <laughs> Vanderbilt is a university. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, he is like a giant Vandergraaff generator. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what he is. He's a, he's a giant Vandergraaff generator. <laughs> like, like he is he is creating, a, like, a, he's grounded, we'll assume. So, he's creating right. a large amount of, of a positive charge on top of him and a negative charge that he's just putting into the ground beneath him. Mm-hmm. And... Whenever it just builds up enough charge, he essentially becomes a capacitor with the uh, particles above him. Okay, yeah. And that releases the energy. So he just like enormously, or it becomes enormously statically charged. That's why he like does like the whole glow electricity thing. I don't know how he projects it. Sure. I'm not going to, I'm going to yeah, that. Yeah, that would be the other half is A, how he does that and how he can do like how, what you're saying projecting it yeah but i think i think i think he's a big old vandergraaf generator i'm, I'm really excited about I, that that was like a good yeah, idea no i kind of like it i kind of like that one because that's like an actual thing it's yeah. crazy I've, <laughs> I've mentioned like two or three actual things this episode it's crazy <laughs> you even got the names right sometimes sometimes i got them close at least <laughs> <laughs> you got them real close Okay, so <laughs> oh, what was the other one? Flight. He, oh, oh, god. Oh, you know, I think the same mechanism. He just builds up <laughs> charge that, uh, like, repulses him from the ground. That's not a bad idea, right? I actually like it more if he throws his hammer mm-hmm. and then builds up a charge and then is sucked towards his hammer, like, like, because maybe that's like. Cause, <laughs> Cause he can, I like that. 
Because he can call his hammer from anywhere else. That's another one of his powers. So maybe... Oh, okay. So maybe he just, like, he can, like, spontaneously... Like, we're kind of ignoring the Jeez. the whole, the whole like, time it takes for stuff to move for him. But if mm-hmm. he can just, like, almost spontaneously create a charge... Right. He throws his hammer, or he mm-hmm. creates repulsion with his hammer as hard as he can, and then he sp- repolarizes and becomes attracted to his hammer. That's how he grabs it and flies. And then he also can call it whenever he wants because he just creates the charge. His hammer is like probably magnetic in some specific way, mm-hmm. and it gets pulled towards him. All right. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I don't know why other things don't get pulled towards him, but uh, because it's his hammer is made of some kind of mystical, hyper-magnetic specific material. Sure. Look at that. So yeah, this was very different from the god Thor that you had alluded it being. But, what do you mean? You know, we'll just move on. What? Oh, I mean, like the god Thor couldn't just call the hammer to him. That's why he had to have a silly wedding. Oh, okay. So you're right. Yes, this is yeah. this is a different thing in the Marvel universe. Only those who have the might of Thor can live in Yalnir. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, it's that, and then yeah, because people would just like steal it. And yeah. <laughs> bring it to them. Yeah. But, yeah. I think I think like only a couple of different thing people can actually wield it. Like Beta Ray Bill can someone else. Beta Ray that Bill one I don't think I've actually heard of ever. He's a robot made okay. to be like Thor, I believe. I believe he's right. also a villain. I don't know. I don't read comics. Well, I don't <laughs> read them anymore. <laughs> I did read comics. But only the Hulk, because that was the best comic. I don't know. Hellblazer was pretty fun. I mean, there's a lot of the like, only comic I've read. There's a lot of fun ones out there. Okay, you don't need to rub it in. But out of like mainstream ones, I only read the Hulk because that was okay. the one I ever cared about. Because like he's a really interesting character. Everyone else is like, we're heroes, and I'm like, that's boring. I want a guy who just devastates cities because he's angry. Yeah, right. That's why I read Hellblazer. Here's everyone else's superheroes, and here's a guy who sometimes has to get his friends murdered in order to fix things. And isn't that the true definition of a hero? I don't. I feel bad <laughs> by sacrificing that. your yeah, friends no. and being haunted by them forever. No, that's not what a hero is. <laughs> it's a bad hero. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, maybe uh, an anti-hero. <laughs> maybe. I would say. Thank you for listening yep. to this episode. Unless Jeff wants to say one more thing. No, that's about it. You sure? Uh, thanks to Joe Sopchak for our music. Oh, we finally got the typo fixed on our logo, which you will see this four weeks ago. Um, yeah, I was going to just kind of let that slide under the radar. So the, the problem is, is the fact that me and Jeff, are we, we both correct things for a living currently. So having right. a type error on <laughs> literally a two-word logo, right. kind of a bad picture. Sorry if we upset you with our not knowledge of... Uh, <laughs> with our gross lack of knowledge. That's all.